Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Tropical Chevrolet Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show on AM560, FM96.5 HD2, WQAM, and the Radio.com app. Sponsored by Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers are top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet. Here's Zach and the Nose. All right, hour number two. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. No Thursday night football tonight. We did have Wednesday football yesterday, so it's not like you had it on your fix uh, this week. Uh, I really, before we get back to the observations, the sniff test, and all of our normal stuff here, uh, just I always like to look through the schedule. Uh, for the week for the NFL that will be. And there are a couple decent games in that 1 o'clock hour, a couple nice ones in that 4, but, man, we got Sunday night football, Monday football, Monday night football, and Tuesday football, Tuesday night football this week. Uh, in the 1 o'clock matchups, by the way, I actually think one of the intriguing games is going to be fun to watch is the Browns and the Titans. There's going to be a lot of fantasy action in that game. That's going to be a fun game to to set your eyes on if you're not locally watching Dolphins Bengals at that point. Agreed. Titans Browns. That's a good one right there. Derrick Henry versus uh, Nick Chubb over there. And right, Tremont. couple couple yeah. big running backs in that one as well. Uh, Jags and the Vikings. Uh, this is going to be yeah. this going to be stinker all over it. Uh, same thing with Raiders Jets. I mean, God, they should just have the Jets and the Jaguars play a three game series the next three weeks. And just the, the winner gets the number one pick. Like, if you actually win the games, you get the number one pick. I don't think the Jets would even win one of those. Uh, Jets are really, really bad. In the uh, 4 o'clock matchups, you got a pretty big game in the NFC West, Rams and Cardinals. Uh, that's an actual really good game out there. And the team that could host a playoff game with a 4-7 and seven record right now, the New York football Giants taking on the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, that might be the craziest storyline in the, all of the NFL. Forget fantasy right now. The fact that one of those NFC East teams will be hosting a wild card game it's in the first round. It's going to be Washington. I'm just telling that right now. I'm you think saying, so? Oh, I do. Wow. Yeah, wow. I, I can't, they have a rough game this weekend, but let me tell you, Colt McCoy, I think, is going to be the starter there for a few weeks. That's in New York. That's pretty 
pretty that's horrible. Bad. Right, and we've really discussed the Philadelphia, and they're going to go into Green Bay and just lose very badly this weekend. I think the sneaky team with a very underrated defense is the Skins. And as much as Alex Smith is not a fantasy quarterback, he's a he's a game manager, and you saw he was able to hand off that ball to Antonio Gibson just fine. So ultimately, uh, yeah, my the nose prediction in terms of nothing to do with fantasy, I think Washington comes out of the NFC East. I think all four NFC East teams this week all lose. All four of the NFC East teams. The Cowboys playing the Ravens. Washington's playing the Steelers. Danny Dimes is out. They're playing the Seahawks, which the Seahawks defense stinks anyway, but it doesn't matter. And then the Eagles and Packers. you got to have an NFC East all losers this week. Like I, even, that's, I mean, they're all going to be double-digit. Right, right, right. It's not going to be close. You're right. They're no, going to all lose. It's not even a question in my mind. All right, 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you wanted to get in here. By the way, before we get to the uh, sniff test here, uh, one thing you like to do each year, uh, whether we're doing the podcast or the live show, which we're doing now for two seasons, um, is down the stretch, two weeks to go, one week to go regular season, then you got the playoffs, is look ahead to the defenses. We never, ever talk defenses here on the show. It's kind of a rule. Kickers are the number one rule, but defense is probably the number two rule here. But this is actually something to go over, and it's a great observation. If you are in the playoffs or you're basically going to make the playoffs, what to do the next couple weeks looking ahead. Because you said it here, I think it was last week or the week before, there's some dead weight on your team right now that probably hasn't played in a couple weeks, that probably not going to play for your team whatsoever. And at this point in time, if you are going to be in the playoffs, you might as well plan for it and look to see what's ahead. So defenses for the playoff stretch, give a little bit of advice to the people out there, including myself, who uh, need to look at those defenses. They might not mean that much right now, but they will if you're in a tight playoff spot. Yeah, let me clarify your controversial comments just now. Defenses oh. defenses do matter, okay? Uh, we just don't want to spend an entire show talking right, about defenses. Right. But the, if we're talking about strategy right now in week uh, after week 12 and working towards defenses for week 14, 15, and 16, I'm all for it. As you can see, they, defenses do score some points. Uh, so, yes, we're going to talk about it for a second. So if you now know right now in this position, if you're Zach Kranz and you know you're going to make the playoffs and your playoffs, let's just say, starts in week 14, I'm going to give you some hints right now. Get on the waiver wire tonight or if you're able to add drop players right now, and go pick up one of these defenses and make sure you're secure and don't wait till next week when everyone's looking at it. Be a step ahead of the game. Uh, and if you're in week 15, if you're that team that has been so good, you have the buy in both leagues, I'm looking at you, Zach, and you're at week 15, I'm going to help you there too. So for week 14, I love the Rams at home versus the Patriots. Patriots on the road. Cam is very subpar. It's a great start. So if the Rams are available, go get them. Arizona D is playing the Giants with most likely Colt Oof, McCoy. Right. Phenomenal pickup. I love Tennessee's defense against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's offense, uh, they can't throw the ball at all. I really like Seattle's defense uh, at home. Very, very bitter weather versus the Jets. And then uh, the New Orleans defense against Philadelphia for all of the obvious reasons. Philadelphia blowing out the league in turnovers. So right now, if you are in the playoffs... Week 13 really doesn't mean much, maybe besides some seeding. Go out there, pick up the Rams, Zona, Tennessee, Seattle, or New Orleans defense. You'll thank me later. It's a, it's a must thing, you know, must start for you right now. Excuse me, must get for those guys. For week 15, uh, the defenses we discussed uh, last week and we're going to discuss right now, if you have the Ravens D in general, you are all set. They're not a free agent, but 
week 15 against the Jaguars and then week 16 against the Giants. It's just the golden defense to have in the semis and the finals. Uh, again, I love the Rams defense, another one that is a golden child for the, the, the playoffs uh, versus the Jets in week 15. And then anyone who, again, who plays the Eagles, you know, just Zona's defense, as we just discussed. So if you could get Zona and the Rams D, you could get through weeks 14 and through uh, week 15. Pretty, pretty good. Uh, Zona playing, again, versus the Giants and the Eagles. Really great defense to have for weeks 14 and 15. So Zona defense and Rams defense, those are your two that you want to target first if available. And go get yourself some, maximize those defensive points. They can and will matter. Right now, you need every point you could get when you're, you you are greedy in the playoffs, Zach. Get every point you could get. Right, right. At this point, you're right. It does make a lot of sense to look ahead and try to get uh, a, a defense that's playing. At least, if you have a defense playing two good matchups in those two weeks, that's obviously the golden child to pick up for those couple weeks. But the defenses are... Uh, look ahead by the nose here for the playoff stretch. It's always a good observation to have here and, when a couple weeks and left. And keep in, keep in mind, people are going to have to shred, you know, shed their lineups right now, too, to start their best teams who are trying to make the playoffs, and they're right. not going to see this angle. So if, you know, t- if these guys are on waivers, put in a waiver claim for them. Spend a little money if you have money. Put in the claim and, and, and move forward on your waivers. The Rams D and Zona D, those are the ones I really want you to target. Right. All right. So those are some good defensive observations uh, for the next couple of weeks here. Let's let's just finish off all the uh, observations before we get to the sniff test. Um, this is a good one. New Orleans offense. Kamara, Michael Thomas, one definite first round pick in fantasy. Another guy that was probably at the end of that first round at worst in the beginning of that second round. What do you do there? I mean, I have Kamara on my team, too. When I see Latavius Murray get 25 fantasy points and Kamara get six. I'm kind of nervous going. And if you're a Michael Thomas owner, I don't think there's been a week that you haven't been nervous this entire season. If you're a Michael Thomas owner and you're still in contention of making the playoffs, I salute you, okay? That means you grinded. (laughs) And you know who you are listening right now. You grinded. And if you didn't make the playoffs, you know who you are too because you got screwed. I mean, that's just the bottom line. Uh, He was one of the biggest busts of the year. It's based on injury, of course. He missed so many games. And then when he's come back, he doesn't even get Drew Brees. He gets Taysom Hill, uh, which is obviously, in terms of a wide receiver, not as nearly as good as Drew Brees. But uh, what do you do? You do nothing. This is the third or fourth overall pick, and this is the seventh or eighth overall pick. You said Michael Thomas was maybe a first-rounder? No, he was a first-rounder in every fantasy league. Right. Whether he went seventh or tenth, maybe that was the situation. What do you do? You start them, and you just hope, again, that in the playoffs, or this week if you need them, that Alvin Kamara is the guy I'm specifically talking about now. He gets the ball in the red zone, for crying out loud, because the the injury to Drew Brees crushed Kamara, because it's not very hard to see what uh, Sean Payton's doing there. Taysom Hill is a barrel, a load, and in the shotgun, when he gets the ball first, he's going to run the ball in from 10 yards and in, right. and why even hand it off? It's just, it's smart football, but awful for Alvin Kamara, and then, yeah, it doesn't help that uh, the other running back there, Latavius Murray, is just running wild and getting touchdowns. Look, of course Kamara's going to get targeted, he's going to get his, he's going to get his volume, uh, but when Murray does things like that, it, he's still going to play. So, yeah, it's not a good situation, right. but I'll make you feel better because I know you're Alvin Kamara. It, I am. You, you, you could have had Zeke Elliott, okay? Right. Right, okay, because uh, right now you either had Kamara, 
third or fourth or Zeke overall third or fourth. That was your right. top four. And so Kamara way better than Ezekiel Elliott. And uh, I do expect Kamara to be just fine. So don't panic. Star Kamara. Michael Thomas owners, you got to start him if you are uh, still grinding and like I am. Uh, but overall, it's I'm not expecting anything special to happen. I'm not expecting that 11 catch, 160 yard, and two touchdown game that he got multiple times last year with Drew Brees in the helm. All right, uh, good sign here. Ian Rappaport tweets out just a couple minutes ago, and if you were following this all day long, you probably knew already. But he says a welcome sign for the Arizona Cardinals quarterback Kyler Murray, full participant in today's practice despite that shoulder injury. We are getting down to the nitty-gritty, and if you've been riding Kyler Murray's back all year long, like I have, then you were a little bit nervous when that little AC joint sprain or whatever they want to call it made him throw a little extra on the sidelines, and you got a little nervous about it, but it looks like he is ready to rock and roll come playoff time for your team. You got a little nervous because last week he had his worst game. He got his worst game of the year, and it wasn't even close. It was a bad game by him, which is the first of the season. Put him right back in. Don't overthink this at all. He's your starter. Uh, Ian Rappaport, thank you for the update. We will start him without any reservation. He's your starter. All right. Just to put it in perspective, by the way, I'm going to give you numbers of the the total amount of fantasy points Kyler's gotten every week this season. 27.3, 33, 24, 23, 27, 29, 38, 38, 31, 20.2, last week 8.9. Yes, that scared every single person that owned Kyler and Murray in all of your fantasy leagues, right? If if you follow the uh, the strategy of the four four one, the three three one, Kyler Murray was a player that probably you have on you know you could have had an opportunity to have him on your team because uh, he was going around fifth or sixth round. Anyway, long story short, um, you're probably making the playoffs, and what you just said right there is the reason. So let him have his dud in a non playoff right, game. Right. That's where I'm getting to. Much you better to, to see that week 12 than week 15, right? I agree Th- with that. Thank right. you. That's my right. point. Very good point by you. Very good. I should have never known. Yeah, you got to it quicker. I did. I, I did. Uh, the last observation on here, and I don't think it's a really big one, but we got to note it because it's kind of the notes from the last week. Josh Gordon. Yes, that Josh Gordon. He's back. He's back. He's back. Nobody He's loves back. Josh Gordon more than I do. Nobody. You, Nobody. Over the last uh, decade, no one has been a bigger Josh Gordon supporter, a Josh Gordon fan than you. Uh, we're getting into the playoffs. Is he worth it? Is he not? Are we going to even talk about this longer than 10 seconds? No, we're not because he's only available week 16 and he's not worth a speculative ad in your league whatsoever. No, but I'm happy he made uh, at least an appearance on our show. He just made it. That's that's all that was. He's made an appearance on our show and I'm very happy about that. All right, we've been teasing it for a while. We're going to get to the sniff test in the next segment here. 305-567-0560 is the text machine if you want to get in here. We have two segments left here. We got the sniff test, the tight end pick of the week, the nose pick of the week, and all of your text messages. That is what our show is going to look like for the next 40 minutes here. It's Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Special good evening to Danny, the GM at Tropical Chevrolet. Go over to Tropical Chevrolet and tell Danny Zach and the Nose sent you, and you will get a good deal and the king and queen of Tropical Chevrolet as well. Ari and Erica, a nice happy holidays and good night or good evening to you as well. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back. Sniff test coming up. Keep it locked in here. 305-567-0560 is a text machine. We're back right after this short break. Wu-Tang style. Bring them. Ruckus. Bring them. Ruckus. Bring them. Ruckus. Bring them. 
Bring the text messages. Bring, 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 bring the text messages. More Wu-Tang Clan for you. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads of Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Dan Day doing a fantastic job with my one request I've had all season long. I wanted some Wu-Tang tonight. He is doing it for me right now. 305-567-0560. That is the text machine. We'll get to all your texts coming up here in just a second. The uh, almost, I'll say almost world famous sniff test is coming up right now because we're still trying to get it, you know, nationally uh, recognized by all the other fantasy football gurus out there on uh, all the major networks. Because once that happens, it's going to take off and the sniff test can be the only thing people listen to. And not just these dudes who do the rankings on ESPN and CBS, no one cares. Sniff test, much better job of breaking it down for you where we give all the guys we want here. But. We like to do this with the quarterbacks, Ridiculous. the running. I know the quarterback. I'm, I'm trying my best. Sponsorship. You're doing. You're making right. me laugh. Okay. Right. You should see what I do for Krantz's corner. I have a sign behind me now. It says "Your Ad Here." That's what I have, just in case anyone wants in for that. And I'll and I'll, I'll do it for food. Uh, quarterbacks that pass the sniff test, wide receivers that pass the sniff test, and running backs. We like to go over all three of those positions, and of course the fail. The sniff test, too. We'll get to that after all that. But we're going into week 13. Let's start with that quarterback position. You give me a couple of the quarterbacks that pass the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? I love it. All right. The first player who passes the sniff test, Taysom Hill. That's right. The New Orleans quarterback, Taysom Hill, comes in after Drew Brees has his rib injury. And, sorry, he takes his rib injury and he has a step backward. Oh, order our ribs. oh there it is. <laughs> 250. How many ribs do I get with that? Uh, about five. Five? So I guess that's about 50 cents a rib, huh? Yeah, about. Let me get one. Right on. One order. One order ribs. No, 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 no. One rib. One rib. I sure am hungry. Ah. Thank was you, that, Dan, Dan. Was that you Gina Toretta? To I think that was Gina Toretta at McDonald's yesterday. That's so much McRib talk on the uh, 560 WQAM. It's, it's taking over the airwaves, I know. Well, since that one rib injury from Drew Brees, Taysom Hill has taken the job, and he has been, quite honestly, really good because he scores a lot of touchdowns on the ground, Zach. But this is the perfect game for him. He's at Atlanta. Atlanta has no secondary. You know they're going to run all over the ball. I expect one of those very good mixed days from Taysom. I think he's going to have over 200 yards in the air. Listen, Atlanta's 31st against the pass. Anybody could find wide open players, okay? And Taysom Hill's no different. So uh, in the air, on the ground, always in control. And when you're talking Taysom Hill, oh, I made that up all right there. You're wow. talking, uh, yeah, you're talking a huge fantasy week. Wow, I can't believe I did that. You just did the Dolphins fight song. What happened I, there? I wow. did. I, I blacked out. Oh, I my God. I, you're looking that at me. That was okay. I'm staring uh, no, at you, I, you all right? I just blacked out, seriously. Wow. Uh, so Taysom Hill, great start. Next, Kirk Cousins. Sort of been hot lately, Zach. At home in a dome against the Jags defense that has basically given up so many fantasy points to quarterbacks. The Jags are 29th against the pass. And guess who's back? That's right. Adam Thielen is back with my boy George Jefferson, making this a glorious matchup for Captain Kirk. And somebody asked about it, and I actually threw him on the pass the sniff test. If you need to, like one of the texters said, and he might, even though I recommend Fitzpatrick over him, Mitchell Trubisky is a very sneaky good start. He's playing for his life, going against the 24th team against the pass, in the 30s against the rush. 
overall, if Mitchell Trubisky can't have an, a good game at home against the Lions, there's no time where he could be good in the NFL moving forward. That's how extreme I'm going. So if you have a Tom Brady or if you start a Teddy Bridgewater in a two-quarterback system and you have the opportunity to pick up or start a Mitchell Trubisky, absolutely no problem with it at all. All right, Mitch Trubisky, Captain Kirk Cousins, and Taysom Hill, the quarterbacks that passed the Week 13 sniff test. Let's move over to the running back position. Give me a couple running backs you like this week that passed the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? Jonathan Taylor. Do I start him? Do I not? Every week is a different player. This week, I'm telling you to start him because he's got that dream matchup against the Texans. And the Texans have literally not let up. They've let up so many fantasy points to, to running backs as well. So uh, his legs are fresh. He came off of the COVID. Apparently, he was asymptomatic, had no issues there. He's going to have 100-plus yards and a touchdown. So if Jonathan Taylor right now is on your bench, I highly recommend him getting him into the starting lineup. I've seen a lot of leagues out there right now where he is like, do I start him, do I not? I'm here to tell you to start him. Next, in the same game with against the Lions, David Montgomery had a really nice week last week. And right now, the Lions are 28th against the run. There's nobody else really back there, and they give him the volume. So here we are. It's week 13, and I'm saying it. I love the Bears' offense this week. I'm totally going out there, and I'm loving it, Zach. Very scary. But uh, I know you have David Montgomery in one of your leagues, and I'm telling you to put him in the lineup. Well, how about this? While you're saying that, Montgomery, would you start Montgomery over Zeke Elliott this week? Oh, God. Right. That's that's a crazy question, right? It's a crazy question. Because and that's kind of the scenario I'm in this week. When I look, because the minute you said David Montgomery, the first thing I did was look at my team and went, Ooh, okay, I got Chubb and Zeke, my two running backs. In the flex positions, Deontay Johnson and Allen Robinson, the other wide receiver for Chicago. I'm a little tight uh, binser. Go back to your, uh, no, your no, test. The, we'll get back to it later. No, the answer is yes. I'm going to tell you right now, I like David Montgomery over Ezekiel okay. Elliott. I, All right. That's where we're, we are. We're uh, riding. Ezekiel, we're, Ezekiel Elliott's been that bad, and he's at Baltimore. He's not fully healthy. It's a bad situation there. Uh, not motivated. Yep, I can't believe I just did that. And the you last did. but not least, oh, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> the hyphen. Yeah. That's right, the hyphen. Now, of course, today he had that mystery illness, and I wrote this yesterday. So uh, let's just make sure he doesn't have COVID, and I don't think it will be. So far, a first-round bust, Zach. Completely a big bust. But fantasy owners should be happy if they have him this week. Great matchup against the Broncos. Uh, they haven't stopped many running backs in in the last few weeks. And I just don't see Kansas City throwing bombs just like they did. Listen, of course he's going to throw the ball. But I think that they're going to feed uh, the hyphen, the rock, a lot. Over 120 yards and a touchdown is what I'm predicting. So get, for those who don't know, Hilaire in the lineup, the hyphen. He is, as long as he's a full start, he's a really nice play this week. Jonathan Taylor, David Montgomery, and the hyphen. I don't like to say his real name. The running backs that pass you don't the sniff test. I, I don't it. like that. Yeah. Uh, pass sniff test this week. Let's move to the wide receiver position. Give me a couple of wide receivers for, what is this, week 13 of the NFL season that pass the sniff test. Who passes the sniff test? Juice Landry. That's right. Ooh. Juice Landry. I am doubling down on the juice. Uh, finally, after I finally benched the dude, the guy blows up last week. Of course, of course. he did. And uh, right now, I think he's going to get exposed against a not so great, quietly, not so great Titans uh, secondary in the last month or so. 
Landry seemed to have a really good rapport with Baker Mayfield. And uh, if you're thinking, do I, is he going to do it again? I don't think he's going to have over 125 yards in a touchdown. But I think 80 yards in a touchdown is a lot more reasonable. And for a wide receiver three or a flex, no problem with you starting Landry. I'm recommending it. We've discussed it many times on the show. Brandon Cooks, it's simple math with Will Fuller the V out. Who's going to get the ball? Who's going to get the targets? Deshaun Watson's going to throw the ball. And to me, this is a no-brainer here. You maybe picked yourself up a legitimate wide receiver, too, out of nowhere with Will Fuller V going out for juicing. Last but not least, Mike Williams of the Los Angeles Chargers. That's right. I didn't call him San Diego for the first time all year. Listen, at home versus New England where Gilmore is going to be smothering Keenan Allen, which brings up a huge opportunity for Mike Williams. One-on-one balls, and Justin Herbert loves to throw that one-on-one bomb to his athletes, and that is exactly what Mike Williams is as an athlete. So I'm expecting one of those long 40-plus-yard touchdowns, and I'm expecting about 90 to 100 yards in a touchdown out of Mike Williams in that 4-25 game at home versus New England. Mike Williams, Brandon Cooks, and Jarvis Juice Landry, wide receivers that pass the uh, sniff test. Now, we get to the fail, the sniff test part, the positions of quarterback, running back, wide receiver that knows does not like for this week coming up here in the NFL season. Let's get with that uh, quarterback position. Give me a couple of quarterbacks that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? I was doing so well there for a while. You were. You were doing good, yeah. I lost my... uh... I think my parents started sneezing and I freaked out. <laughs> Big Ben. You did hear it. I heard it too. Yeah. This microphone, by the way, picks up everything. Everything. I know. I know. Big Ben going against the number two pass defense is a rough one for uh, him. I think Washington's defense is a lot sneakier than most people think. They have one of the best uh, pass rushers in the game in the rookie, Chase Young. So right now I have a feeling in the cold weapon it's going to be more of a running game. It's going to be a lot of Snell and Connors in this game. And, yes, Big Ben's going to throw plenty of balls, but just don't expect it to be one of those 300-plus uh, games where he's just going to go nuts, get three touchdowns. I don't see that happening. So if you have a better option than Big Ben, uh, please go ahead and look into that. I also don't like Matt Ryan this weekend. Matt Ryan being at home is usually a must-start in my eyes, but it looks like Julio is trending out again. And when Julio is out, teams really key on Ridley, and Matt Ryan doesn't do so hot. And at home versus an amazingly good Saints defense, I don't love Ryan at all. You got Marshawn Lattimore on Ridley. It's just one of those where, again, Matt Ryan, do not expect one of those big games. It's not going to happen for you. And I think we've beat this one to a, a pulp. We have. Do I have to even talk about it more? If you listen to the show, Carson Wentz, do not start him. Please do not start him. It's a bad, bad, bad scene in the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field. I do not expect him all of a sudden just to be putting up uh, fantasy stats where he's fellows fantasy relevant. It's going to be under 10 points yet again. The person who leads the NFL in fumbles and interceptions, it's not even close, Mr. Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, Matty Ice, Matt Ryan, and Big Ben quarterbacks this week that failed the sniff test. Let's move to that uh, running back position. Start off uh, and give me a couple here that you don't like that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? Whether it's Ish Smith or Brian Hill or Todd Gurley if he's back, just don't do it. The opposite of whatever Nike says, just don't do it. Do not start any Atlanta running backs at home versus the number one Saints rush defense. It's a bad play, period. It's not going to work for you. Next, Chase Edmonds, a player that 
you know, in the middle of the season when Drake went down, he got hot. He was the hot waiver wire, had a few good games. Last year we saw him break some three touchdown, you know, three touchdown games. It's not going to happen this week against Aaron Donald. First, he's not the starter. Second, now he's not getting the actual rushes. He's more used in the passing game, and he hasn't been used that much in the passing game. So if you think out of nowhere Chase Edmonds is going to come out of nowhere and be a stud for you, I do not see it happening. Please keep him on your bench. Last and not least, we discussed it earlier in our observations. Gio Bernard is a bad start this week. If I'm Brian Flores and... Trust me, he's got the right game plan. I bet the game plan is to make sure you shut down the run and then let your amazing cornerbacks take down their wide receivers with a very, very subpar quarterback. So overall, if you have Dolphins D, I love that play. If you have Gio Bernard, please look elsewhere, even if Joe Mixon is out and we are still not sure about that, but it looks like he will be for one more week. Gio Bernard, Chase Edmonds, and everyone who runs the ball for Atlanta do not pass the sniff test this week. Let's move to that wide receiver position. Give me a couple of these wide receivers this week you don't like that fail the sniff test. Who fails the sniff test? I hate to do it. He is probably the biggest fan of the show, or at least I want to believe he is. Scary Terry at Pittsburgh is a... It's a brutal matchup, Zach. And yes, I know you guys have to start him in many of your leagues because he's your he could be your wide receiver. He could be your best wide receiver. Right. But most likely in most teams, he's a clean number two best wide receiver on your team. And he's proven it week after week to be just really good. But this is going against the best pass defense in the league. In Pittsburgh, probably going to be a nasty, brassy, cold weather. One of those just, I have that being a slugfest on the ground. A lot of Antonio Gibson, a lot of the Pittsburgh running backs, which means scary Terry. Look, if you're going to start him, I get it. But if you're doing DFS and you're taking DFS advice right now, I would put him and leave him alone on the side. It's, it's, you're not going to get your value from him. Next, Cole Beasley. He's been really good, Zach. One of those sneaky, really good players getting either 10 catches a game for 100 yards or last week he just thrown for touchdowns. Right, right. But it's not going to happen this week against a very stiff San Francisco defense. I would uh, keep him on your bench if you have that opportunity. Don't get cute right now and start him. It's a bad matchup. If you have any other players, I'd put him in over him. Last but not least, if you're still starting Russell Gage because Julio's out, just, just stop. Stop it. You could drop Russell Gage. He's not the guy now there anymore. It's literally Calvin Ridley and then a bunch of players that may or may not get that look, uh, whether it's Brandon Powell or I'm going to butcher the guy's name, Zacharias and, uh, or Russell Gage. They're completely not trustworthy. So that is it. Don't start Russell Gage. That's the recommendation. All right. Scary Terry Cole Beasley and Russell 12 Gage wide receivers. That do not pass the sniff test this week. Uh, they fail the sniff test this week. Uh, so we have a lot more to go over still here in the show. Tight end pick of the week and the nose pick of the week. They're coming up. And a bunch of text messages have come in in the last couple of minutes. So we will get to all of those at the start of the segment. Make sure you're listening for the award-winning nose pick of the week coming up later on. Uh, about 20 minutes from now, 18 minutes from now. That's the nose. I'm Zach. This is Zach on the Nose Fantasy Football Show. Brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami. Miami Shores. We'll take a break. We'll wrap things up right after this.
Holocaust from the land of the lost. Behold the pale horse, or course. Follow me, Wu Tang gotta be the best thing since Starks and Clark Wallabies. African killer bees, black watch. On your radio, blowing out your watch. From Park Hill, the house of haunted hell. Every time you walk by, your back get a chill. Let's bell, who want to talk about skill? I spit like a semi automatic to the grill. Elbow grease and elbow room. Baby, play me, baby, fall down, go boom. Party people gather round, count down to apocalypse. Yes! I'm the kid with the golden I like it. I asked for Wu Tang and I got it. Dan Day, well done, sir. I could probably just let this ride for a couple minutes. So I'm good. Get, I'm not gonna get an FCC fine for it, but Gravel it cares, pit. Right? Well right. done. Dan Day said to us right before we came back, I saved my favorite for last, and I'm not sure if you guys will like it, but I love it. Gravel Pit's awesome. It's good stuff. There's a lot of good Wu-Tang songs. We're going to have to do this again. We're going to have to come back to Wu-Tang at some point. The Gravel Pit. That's right. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Dan Day is the DJ tonight. I feel bad doing that to Raekwon the Chef. I think that was his uh, verse right there. He's going to be pissed at me for doing that. Um, that is the nose on the other side of the glass. Follow my, well, not really the other side of the glass, the other side of my like video screen. I'm staring at him. I can like, touch his face. Um, follow him on Twitter at Spencer Nose, N-O-S-E. Dan Day, like I said, is our DJ back in the Intercom studios. I am Zach from the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. We have a couple text messages on the board, 305 567 0560. We'll get to those. We have the tight end pick of the week coming up here in a couple minutes and the award winning segment, the nose pick of the week, coming up to finish the show and the program tonight. Let's start with a couple of these text messages. Nose, someone said Yahoo League quarterback. I need one. Big Ben, Ryan Tannehill, or your boy Hill in New Orleans? Wow, right off of the passing the sniff. Right, uh, right. Taste some Hill, no brainer over Tannehill or Big Ben. I hope you're still listening. And Start Hill. It's a actually great, great start. It's not going to get any better for Taysom Hill. He's going to have a big fantasy dual threat situation. All right. Someone says, who to start between uh, these three at flex? Frank Gore, Frank the Tank, Damian Harris, or Jonathan Taylor? JT, who do you like there? Another setup. JT, another person I recommended. JT at Houston. Houston, I believe I mentioned, was 31st against the run. Uh, that I know he might. Who? What's going to happen? It's going to be Wilkins. It's going to be Hines. Is it going to be uh, Taylor? It'll be Taylor this week for you. Please start him over Damian Harris or Frank Gore. No question about it. All right, this is a good one here. How scared should I be starting Watson and Cooks for the Texans without Fuller there? He's also got Taysom Hill. Is that a better play? Seems crazy. Need help? It's not crazy. What I would recommend you do is start Taysom Hill over Deshaun Watson this week. I know. What he did last week, please notice it was against a really, really horrible defense in the Lions, okay? And if you have Cooks, you start Cooks. So you're going to get the points when Watson throws it to Cooks, and that's who he's going to throw the ball to for the majority of that game. But let me tell you something. It seems crazy, but Taysom Hill has that absolutely magical, magical must-win game in their head. They're trying to get... They're trying to get seated. They're trying to get buys in the NFC, and they're going to play their heart out, and they are going against a cupcake in Atlanta. You have no weather problems. They already play in a dome. I love Taysom Hill, so I recommend you start Hill for this week only over Watson and most certainly start Cooks, and hopefully you'll win both of those situations where Watson does have a good game, but it's mostly the Cooks. 
Before we get to one of our favorite textures here, I want to read a couple more of these. I'll get to him last. I need two C.D. Lamb, T. Higgins, or Lazard, full PPR. Pick two, drop one. Ooh, you were looking so good like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, before the Burroughs injury, Dak Prescott injury. Okay, maybe that's a little longer, but uh, C.D. Lamb, you have to start. Again, I don't like his matchup at Baltimore on, am I saying it, Tuesday Night Football? Yes, I am. Okay. Yes, you are. That was weird. Uh, but C.D. Lamb's talent, how much they're getting him the ball, that's what you got to do there. And I'm recommending, uh, God, T. Higgins over Alan Lazard. And Alan Lazard could have a game where he doesn't even see the ball very much or gets a few catches here or there. That offense is going to Devontae Adams a ton, and then it goes to the running backs a ton. And if Lazard's just not getting the uh, targets, whereas I do think T. Higgins will at least get the targets, whether he does anything with them, that's a different story based on who his quarterback is. C.D. Lamb and Higgins for me. All right, PPR League, Jonathan Taylor or Chubb? Nick Chubb there. Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb? Is that a joke? Right. No, you're going Nick Chubb. I, I, I love Jonathan Taylor, but then again, Nick Chubb is probably a top five overall running back in the league right now. So uh, if there's anywhere else you could get fit Taylor in, I mean, man, you must have a good team. But uh, Nick Chubb over Taylor, no question. All right, someone said Monday Night Football bad beat last week. He, uh, he, I had Russell Wilson, the other guy had DK Metcalf. I needed 19 points. He needed 24, and look what happened. Yeah, that's going to end up happening some nights where the quarterback is going to not get as much as the big time wide receiver yeah. there. Uh, it stinks, right? Right, because it could have so. It's a bad beat. Been, He's right. It right. could have been the Lockett game, but it right. wasn't the Lockett game, right. and that stinks because. Uh, God, I'm going to be going against DK Metcalf a lot in the playoffs, and I scary, really, right. really am looking forward to that Lockett game when that happens because he's right. yes, he's scary. That's the when that ball's thrown in that air, and he no one, and I repeat, nobody, not even Rodgers, throws a better deep ball than uh, than Russell Wilson. And when he throws that ball, and you're going against DK Metcalf, you you lose that air, you know, the gasp for that one minute. Please don't do this to me because those plays win fantasy weeks. So. Great. That's a bad beat, my man. Sorry that yeah, happened. That sucks. Yeah, one of our good, uh, one of our good textures here. Uh, what happened to Carr? Someone said, "Can I trust Jacobs and Aguilar?" What happened to Carr last week was a nightmare for Carr. There's no question about it. But if there's ever a time to bounce back, it's against the New York Jets. That like, really, is like, right. If there's ever a time to bounce back, and I can't imagine what the coach there is going to do to fire him up. I mean, God, could you imagine being in that locker room after that game? I mean, wow. No. Uh, no, Chucky was probably going crazy. Right. And I think he's going to be prepared. So the short answer is, can you trust Jacobs? He's a little banged up. Uh, if Devontae Booker is available for your free agents, anybody out there, Devontae Booker is actually a really good hedge uh, to have for Jacobs. Uh, but yes, you can trust Jacobs. Can you trust Aguilar? I, I'm not going to tell you you can trust Aguilar. I'm saying he's startable against the Jets. Trust him? No, I don't trust him. <laughs> I don't. Right. Earlier text messages that came in that I wanted to bring up because more it's more of an observation than it is anything else. It's on uh, Christian McCaffrey. Do you think he'll play any more this season, uh, get into the game? I, I'm thinking if I'm the Carolina Brass at this point, uh, I'm thinking maybe not unless he is just like, wow, I'm ready to go and I want to play this week. I think you got to worry about next season more than this season at this point if you're the Carolina Panthers. What do you think about McCaffrey? Well, he's got to be the first overall pick or two if you're in one of those leagues where Saquon went one. But, man. If you're uh, if you had McCaffrey, you probably probably had a rough season. Well, if you picked up Mike Davis, you gave yourself somebody you could start week in and week out. Maybe the last two weeks haven't been phenomenal for Mike Davis, but uh, those weeks what would it be three through seven or eight, he was real solid. So you may have gotten yourself into the playoffs 
Do I think Christian McCaffrey is going to come back? Actually, Zach, I do. Week 14, I believe he will play. I think he's going to lobby for it, and uh, that guy's a competitor. So what do I what do I know? I really, obviously, I don't know anything, but I do know he was almost playing last week. They have a bye this week. Yes, if Carolina wants to shut down their star player, I don't think he's going to let that happen. So hopefully Christian McCaffrey will play for you next week if you make your week 14 playoffs. And that's going to be a hot topic next week if he is becoming, you know, if he's playing. It's going to be stardom. It's not going to be that hot, actually. Right. 305-567-0560 is the text machine number. If you want to get in here for the last couple of minutes, we'll do the tight end pick of the week right now. And we'll get back to a couple of your text messages here before we get to the nose pick of the week coming up here in about four or five minutes. All right, nose, give it to me. We don't talk about the position a lot because this year it's stinky, stinky, stinky. But give me your tight end pick of the week this week for week 13. At least we got hot last week with Evan Ingram because that was something that I needed because it's been really bleak. Uh, but this week, the tight end of the week, H-squared, Hunter Henry. I believe in you, Hunter Henry. Uh, we got it right last week, as I said, and I'm trying to get it right again. At home, you know you're going to have good weather against the Patriots where Gilmore is going to be blanketing Allen. Uh, you know, I liked Mike Williams. He's in my recommendation, but I love Hunter Henry this week. I think he's going to have 8 to 10 targets. He's going to find himself in the touchdown once, maybe even twice. I've been watching those games. They throw to him in the red zone. He's a big target. So I'm having Hunter Henry scoring one, even maybe two touchdowns, and a must-start this week. DFS, that is your tight end. Nose pick tight end of the week, Hunter Henry. I like it just because I have Justin Herbert. That makes me feel happy when uh, you say he might get two teeters. That would be uh, very nice there. The tight end pick of the week, Hunter Henry. Good one there, 305-567-0560. Wow, defensive question came in, Nose. I think I'm going to ask it just because we are in the nitty-gritty. Patriots defense, Cardinals defense. For this week? Oh, that's I'm guessing no, it's that, this week, right? That makes sense, of course. That makes That's an easy one for me. That's the Cardinals defense all day at home versus I throw a lot of interceptions, Jared Goff. Uh, he is not that great on the road. Uh, listen, the Patriots are at Justin Herbert. Say no more. That's, that's not a good start at all. Right. So that's an easy one. Go with the Cardinals defense here. All right, let me go all the way back to the beginning of the season, and it's something that, you know, of course, a little unfortunate for you because uh, the guy got injured, but he was your nose pick of the year, Radio Raheem uh, Mostert. Uh, What do you think the rest of the season from him? I know he's just getting off a lot of people's IRs and uh, getting into some of their lineups. Startable the rest of the season there, even though they have it looks like sometimes nine to ten running backs every week for San Francisco, but he's obviously the number one guy when he's healthy. Yeah, and I really appreciate you right now for bringing up Radio Raheem in a time where he needed to be brought up. I didn't want to do it myself because, you know, it was sort of a very bittersweet player because he started out so phenomenal. Um, Unbelievable start. Unbelievable start. I was feeling so very, very glorious about myself for a minute there. Listen, last week he scored a touchdown. He's going to be a big part of that offense. Um, Let me take a look. It looks like he had 16 carries last week. That's right. right. So, you know, listen, he's going to get the volume. He is their guy there. But it is musical chairs with Shanahan. So, uh, I'm listen, you're starting Radio Raheem. I, I'm cautiously optimistic about him. I like him this week at home versus Buffalo. And I still believe in the nose pick of the year. And I hope that I'm having in my head this glorious comeback weeks 14 through 16. He puts up some like Derek Herrini type yes, numbers. Yes. Sort of salvage the nose pick of the year. Because it started out, first game, 80-yard touchdown. Second game, 75-yard 75 75 yard touchdown. Oh, I, I got really cocky in my own head. My ego is flying. 
and then the knee. But uh, yeah, Monster, if you listen to the show, if you still have him, if you're making the playoffs, I am cautiously optimistic that he's going to be very startable and very, very good, productive for you in the fantasy playoffs and for week 13 this week. Uh, Mike Kosicki or Evan Ingram was just texted in. Uh, let me, what are your thoughts on that? That's that's Kosicki all day. My Evan Ingram. Listen, he's got Colt McCoy, and I just that right. you know drop the mic, say no more. What do you want me to do? I, I can't trust Colt McCoy here. Once Colt McCoy came in the game, Evan Ingram became a star, was a star, and, and became a dud last week. Uh, thank God he had those 129 yards first. Uh, Jacecki is a targeted player for Ryan Fitzpatrick. You can get him the ball. And I expect them to do. Go with Gusecki. Go with the home time angle. Enjoy yourself on uh, Sunday at 1 o'clock. All right. The mic is yours. you got 90 seconds. It's your time of the show. It's time for the nose pick of the week for week 13 of the NFL season. The drum roll. The nose pick of the week for week 13 is... I'm going to have to wait until Tuesday night to see if this is a glorious pick or a super glorious pick. Because I haven't missed on a nose pick in the week in many, many weeks. I'm going with J.K. Dobbins. That's right. J.K. Dobbins coming off the COVID list nonetheless. But let me hear me out on this. Okay. At home versus the Dallas Cowboys, who, if you guys watched on Thanksgiving, watched Antonio Gibson tear them up. Right now, Mark Ingram's coming off of the uh, COVID list. And I don't think, I think he's just sort of going on his way of maybe getting three to four carries. Right before he hit the cover list, Dobbins had a great game. Gus the Bus last week did basically nothing. He went nine carries for 10 yards. He got a dirty touchdown, but he's sort of being obsoleted. And here we are, a perfect opportunity for J.K. Dobbins to take that next step. Tuesday night football, 8.05, Baltimore at home. They're going to carve up that uh, Dallas defense, and they're going to do it on the ground. And J.K. Dobbins is my play. So if you're able to do it in DFS leagues, if you're taking them off your IR, your COVID IR, stick them right into your lineup, ladies and gentlemen. J.K. Dobbins, nose pick of the week. All right, the week 13 nose pick of the week, the week before the playoffs start, J.K. Dobbins. Good choice there. That's going to do it for us. We are done this week. The next three weeks, by the way, will be the last three for the Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We'll be on next Thursday and the Thursday after that from 6 to 8. And then Christmas week, we're on, I believe, on a Wednesday night from 6 to 8 p.m. as well. Unless Josie Gacky does Hurricane Hotline every night that week, then we're in big trouble because then we'll probably get knocked off. I love you, Josie Gacky. That'll do it for us, though. For the Nose, for Dan Day back at the Intercom Studios. For the Nose at the Papa and, and Grandma Nose's house right now as well. I am Zach Krantz from the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz. This is Zach of the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Best of luck this week getting into the fantasy playoffs or trying to get into fantasy playoffs and keeping those guys kind of healthy to get you for that big run. I hope you score a lot of points and I hope you win unless you're playing me. We'll speak to you next week. I'll speak to you tomorrow tomorrow morning for a football Friday on the Joe Rose Show with Zach Krantz on 560 The Joe. Speak to you next week. Fantasy football might be over in a couple weeks, but Wu-Tang is forever. I think my parents started sneezing and I freaked out. I blacked out. Oh my God. I, you're looking no, at me. Is you okay? I'm staring at you, all right? I just blacked out. Seriously. Wow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. 